0: It's the Early Access Podcast, Episode Fifty One. It is January Nineteenth, Twenty Twenty One. Just Naked still Shampoo. Kular is here. Also, find us on Spotify and iTunes. We don't have a lot to talk about this week because not much happened. There wasn't like there was a major insurrection at the U.S. Capitol or anything like that. That literally has been uh, just a part of the news for the entire past two weeks. With more things coming out about how some Congress people are giving tours. ...to the people who were involved in the insurrection in the Capitol. I, I just don't want to get into that entire mess. Um, but I do want to get into the Twitch side... ...and some results of uh, what happened in the gaming world... ...because of the attack on the Capitol. So first off, PogChamp... Uh, ...the guy who was originally the PogChamp face... ...was on Twitter just saying some absolutely ridiculous things... ...and you can really tell that Twitch PR went into overtime... ...during the insurrection on in the Capitol... Uh, because he was posting some crazy stuff, and they very quickly removed him as the emote for PogChamp. And so there was a couple of days, this purgatory of sorts on Twitch, where we didn't have a PogChamp on Twitch. Uh, and so someone proposed the idea on Twitter and said, hey, what if we just have a bunch of streamers submit an emote for PogChamp? And then when you type PogChamp in the chat, a random person's face pops up. And that way it feels more like a crowd and it's more of a community-based thing. He said something along the lines of that. Twitch didn't listen, and they took a worse version of that idea, and for a 24-hour period, starting sometime earlier in January, they're selecting a new person to be the face of PogChamp. So every day for 24 hours, someone is PogChamp. And for a couple of days, it had gone pretty well, um, but the second that it got to the very first streamer of uh, I don't know if it was the first streamer who wasn't white, but he was definitely, I think, the first African-American streamer. Uh, he got tons of hate. Uh, we have a statement by him. It said, Jones reached out to his Twitch contact about the abuse when it first began. That's when he was selected to be the PogChamp. But said that he was unable to provide further information immediately because by that time, it had gotten so much worse. He submitted feedback on the experience a day later. This is at Critical Bard, who was... Uh, PogChamp for a day, but at the time of writing, he still hadn't received any further response from Twitch. I do not know what they plan on doing, and if there is discussion, I have not heard a thing. He has ideas for what Twitch can do to improve its platform for marginalized streamers. What he doesn't have is the confidence that Twitch has the will to actually do anything to follow through on them. This isn't the first time folks have risen up against a marginalized creator on Twitch, and unfortunately, it won't be the last time. They should have had safety measures lined up from the get-go, Jones said. He got a bunch of harassment on Twitter, on Twitch. I'm sure there were people in chat. Do they still have the KFC emotes on Twitch tweeting out his pod champ next to um, some more stereotypical emotes related? I'm not sure if they still do have those uh, on Twitch. But Twitch has a policy, if you listen to their town halls, of pushing something out, receiving feedback, and reiterating. That's kind of the process at which they release new features and and work on ideas. And so I I think the reason that I'm just speculating here, that they weren't able to do the random PogChamp idea, is maybe some kind of infrastructure-based issue. It's one uh, emote typed out that responds with one particular image. Maybe they didn't have the time to set up because they had to respond very quickly to put in a new pog champ because it's a very highly used emote on the site. Maybe they didn't have a way to um, do the idea as someone else pitched it that went super viral, forgot who did it, um, to make it super random whenever someone typed PogChamp. And so this was their compromise in order to fill the void that was Gutex not uh, being the pog champ face anymore. And so Twitch... Pushed out this idea, and there were a couple other creators who had come out, um, particularly ones in the LGBT community, who were being harassed because they are the emote of the day. Uh, some people were able to brace themselves and like, okay, we've seen other people get fucked with. I'm gonna be the emote and I'm not a I'm not a white dude. So let's get ready to get ready to get some hate. And some people have been able to buckle down on that, but um, Twitch is still continuing right now, and as far as I know, hasn't said anything about that so far. But they're scheduling out. Uh, emotes and pushing them out we'll see how things change and twitch is also talked about so talking a little bit more about um, communities who are being harassed on twitch i know there are a lot of people uh, in the lgbt community in particular trans streamers all that stuff who want trans or lgbt tags on twitch i think one of those tags is missing and, and maybe or maybe both of them are missing um, i personally don't use them because those don't apply to me and actually i don't even use tags on twitch in general But um, nothing wrong with people who do use those tags, but one or more of those uh, sort of marginalized community tags don't exist on Twitch because of a reason that I think makes a lot of sense as far as uh, Twitch's reasoning. People want this tag, but what Twitch has said is that it's effectively an easy way for people to search, for people to harass um, and find people who maybe are... uh, in a more vulnerable position and push hate towards their way. Uh, there have been groups of people who've coordinate either via discord or WhatsApp or whatever to get together and then raid people's channels. Uh, it's happened here on still shampoo a couple of times, although not necessarily with any kind of like racial or sexual or like any homophobic, hate, just sheer spam. But there are people who coordinate. It's happened to me before to go into a chat and shit on a person and while you might have the moderation ability or even like the mental bandwidth to be able to handle one or two shitheads coming in your chat an hour, it is really difficult uh, to get a hundred people into your chat. This happened to me before. A hundred people in my chat just coming in and talking shit or dropping spam links or doing terrible things and creating new accounts and circumventing IP bans. We've had times on on my Twitch channel where we had a guy for extreme business. 12 hours of evolve which was not uncommon and for 12 hours straight he was creating new accounts he would say something nice like um hey Kewler, how are you maybe it wasn't even so uh you know to me in particular but i got very cautious when someone said hey killer how are you because that would prompt a response from Kewler. i don't even know if this is you in particular it might have been fire punch or any of my other mods and then you'd be like yeah i'm doing good it's like all right, so if you're doing so good, why are you modding for this shithead who's so bad at evolve that just goes in? Bright I remember side. when
1: this happened. By the end of it, I remember someone came in and was like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And then immediately after, Fire Punch banned him. And I, w- it was a great moment because I was like waiting for that moment. I'm like, this guy <laughs> is suspicious. I have my finger over the ban button, waiting for him to like say, you know, start saying something else. And then Fire just preemptively bans him. He's just like, get out.
0: Yeah, if this plan. person,
1: if, if you were actually being friendly and were saying hello, which I really doubt it, like, you know, whatever, whatever.
0: Friendly people on Twitch you literally never heard of them. They just don't exist. So it, it got real sus. We were able to catch on to that. Exactly. And that was one person, although it was annoying to deal with over the course of 12 hours. And to be fair, Twitch didn't have the same amount of moderation tools back when I was professionally streaming that they do now. Um, now you can identify when a person created that account. So if we see an account that was created today, we already know that's sus, right? We just kind of had to guess. Um, I've also, since, I've never turned follower alerts back on, but people would harass me also by um, dropping follows like Nikki's a poo-poo head um, or like Nikki is an N-word or something like that. And the follow would pop up and the tactical nuke ready for launch was my follow sound would pop up and it would say something terrible. At that point, I turned follower notifications off and I never turned it back on. I actually like having follow notifications off. Because I personally, when I follow someone, don't want to be acknowledged. I want to come back and watch your stream. Acknowledge me if I'm typing in your chat. Don't give me a thank you. And especially if you're like in the middle of a, I don't know, Valorant game in a 1v3. Don't stop and give me a thank you. Clutch it out. I don't care. You don't need to stroke my EP or like make me feel special. Well, just, just continue playing the game is my kind of philosophy. So I've had it turned off for the entire time. But back to what I was saying. Um, Twitch hasn't implemented... Um, some of these tags that help identify some of these more marginalized creators, because it can lead towards more concentrated forms of hate. I'm pretty lucky in that I am a dude, so I am just by virtue going to receive less hate. I, I have I have a, I have received some pretty absurd hate um, through death threats or you know people threatening to come to my house, all kinds of crazy shit, right? Um, so I'm not saying that I'm exempt from from this kind of stuff, but I'm definitely not a female, so that kind of is a page in my book. I don't get the extra weird comments about my feet or anything strange like that or people slipping into my Instagram DMs. We actually have had a couple people slip into my Instagram DMs that were not necessarily so welcome and maybe shot their shot a little too hard. I'm all for shooting your shot, but... (laughs) It's pretty well known if you watch me for any period of time, I'm straight. That's what I'm trying to say. So uh, I I just imagine that that problem is amplified for female creators. But I mean, I'm also, I am browner, I guess I'm Filipino. Um, but I definitely know people, um, other people of color who receive way more hate than I do for some reason. Maybe it's The Voice. Uh, I don't know in particular what it is but I am lucky to have received my fair share of hate I guess and not more of it and so Twitch is trying to find some ways to have people who want to support these communities maybe other people want to participate in other people who are um, gay or bi or whatever Um, maybe they want to find those communities and participate in those communities but at the same time a ton of people want to go and fuck with those people and so Twitch needs to work out a way to implement those tags and support these communities without also directing and effectively funneling hate towards them. Kind of like what's happening with the daily PogChamp. So that's kind of, I don't know, my take on on what's going on there. Twitch definitely didn't think out the PogChamp thing. Uh, they executed and flipped it very quickly. And, and on that note, I can sympathize um, that they had to very quickly remove the face of PogChamp and get some new ones because it's such a highly used emote. So I can sympathize on the fact they had to do something quickly. But also, just it wasn't the right call, and Twitch just every other week seems to be making a effectively terrible call. Um, in other Twitch news, I think Twitch was working on this for a while, but um, they just pushed it out on January fifteenth. They sent out um, recaps on everyone's streams, and this is a great social media marketing tool on Twitch's part. Spotify does it; everyone shares their Spotify Wrapped. Twitch probably had these analytics. It was like, oh, that was really popular. And the Twitch marketing team came back from break. And then pushed us out around January 15th. So, on the marketing side, I can really respect this. My Twitch recap is horrendous. It is terrible. Uh, My unique follower count is negative 61. For those of you guys who don't know, since 2016. uh, Literally since 2016. Keeler, 2016 is five years ago at this point.
1: Yes, kind of.
0: That... It's absurd. But since for five years, Stealth Shampoo has been bleeding followers. Actually, I started streaming on Twitch in 2013. Yeah, so I, I had three years of growth and five years of bleeding followers so far. It's finally it's finally tipped over. Um, and this is because I've left evolve and all I do is stream Pokemon. Admittedly, streaming Population One and having those be moderately popular streams and pretty much being the top population one stream for a month if that right really shot me in the foot because I got sick of that game so fast and I went back to Pokemon so the Pokemon viewers are like what is this I don't want to watch population one and all the population one viewers are like he's not streaming pop one anymore so that just <laughs> that compounds in on itself Pokemon's not even a big category on Twitch for those of you who don't know I pretty much only stream Pokemon cards nowadays um, we also stream Warzone which not really for any particular reason look I'm not I'm not trying to grow the Stealth Shampoo stream anymore. I'm not even trying to like get followers, get opportunity to get sponsorships anymore. This is purely because there are some of you guys who have been supporting me since 2013, Kuler being a great example, who I just want to support that and sustain that community. I'm not really looking to hoard more people into, um, into the channel, which is why I really wish Twitch had password streams. Back in 2013, we had password streams where you could literally give out a password and people couldn't go watch that stream without the password. I don't want to do subscriber locked streams because I don't want to force you guys to pay for my content, but I'd really like to go in my discord where basically everyone who watches my stream is and say, here's the password come watch just so it's only the people I care about. Right. And I only need to worry about fostering that community and not like building the channel, which I'm not focused on. I mean, I've always said the only reason we do the early access podcast is so that I don't get on the Twitch inactive partner list and like lose all my partner perks. So doing a podcast twice a month keeps me off that list. And and so I, I just wish we had those past up. But anyway, the recap went out. Everyone really seemed to like it. That was a great marketing. Um, I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, Idea on Twitch's part. But uh, mine literally says unique followers, negative 61. I streamed 1,188 hours, which is actually kind of part-time. Um, that comes out to... What was it, like two or four hours i'm gonna rerun the calculation i did it off stream and i immediately forgot um but that comes out to be i divided that wrong it is a hundred a thousand divided by 365 that comes out to about three hours of streams a day which is kind of crazy but we did stream a lot of warzone and i do, do stream a lot of pokemon we have the early access podcast usually goes for a while before we actually start the real show so that's like kind of part-time streaming, like barely again because we're quarantined. Hours watch, people watched 7,781 hours of Stealth Shampoo, not even counting the views and hours I put on Ethan's channel where I've streamed maybe even 100 at this point, but at least dozens of hours of um the Pokemon trading card game and tournaments over there. So, I don't know, that's just my recap. Um, Everyone was doing that. And last thing we're going to talk about, it'll be a little bit of a shorter show because uh, I don't want to talk about the insurrection, all the um, terrible things. This actually ties back up into the harassment um, that has popped up that I was talking about just earlier um, in the show. I saw this tweet that a almost a hundred thousand people liked, and I, I took a look into it. Um, Jade tweets at Jade Yan H. Um, I'm okay, and my dad is still alive. And that's what she tweeted. Um, The story behind that is, while streaming, my, quote, dad, unquote, called me. When I picked up, a guy demanded that I must show my boobs on stream. He said that if I refuse, he will slit my dad's throat, who, according to him, was lying tied up on the floor. He kept calling me horrible things and even dropped my address in order to terrify me even more. I tried to reason with him. After I refused to show my boobs because he wouldn't let me speak to my dad, he said he killed him. Seconds after he said that he killed my dad my mod wrote in chat that contacted my uncle um, That he contacted my uncle who contacted my dad He was fine and asleep when this all occurred after hearing the news I immediately hung up on him and called the police I'm writing all this down because I was talking in German and I don't want to misunderstand I don't want there to be any misunderstandings because this is quite serious um, She follows up and says on that note. Thank you to everyone who comforted me um, and special shout out to her mod credits for going above and beyond. I am truly bre- blessed to have someone like you in my life. Um, I am still under shock because I believed for a couple of seconds that I let my dad get murdered because I didn't flash on stream. Everything feels numb. This is like I was talking this is the level of harassment that some streamers just get particularly like no one's let's be honest. No one is ever going to ask me to flash my tits on stream. It, it has not happened once at all ever. And I don't think it will ever happen. But if this is a regular occurrence for female content creators. Also, if you... I don't think anyone would threaten me with this. Uh, I don't particularly like my dad that much. So if they were like, we have your dad tied up and we're going to kill him, I'd fucking do it. Just, just to fuck with them. Uh, call their bluff. Because I think very likely, right, these are internet trolls. And, and again, I'm not in the moment and I can think clearly. And I've had time to think about the situation. But the likelihood that an internet troll went and got your dad like barged in and then took them hostage without any... I don't know if her dad lives alone or anything like that, um, is seemingly unlikely. I don't know her particular family situation, um, but these people are looking for a reaction. And in this case, because it was such a shocking event, they got it this time. In general, I feel like you just don't give these people a reaction, but... When you literally think feel like also, your dad is dying, like they you, said that your dad react.
1: called them. I don't know if they spoofed like a number or something, yeah. and then obviously dropping your address and things like that, like little things where normally you think whatever, but then these little facts factoids can like mess with you. Obviously, it makes it more believable. Someone yeah. planned this clearly. This wasn't just a thing.
0: Yeah, this wasn't. I want to fuck with someone on a Friday night. This is a, a very calculated thing to do, and this is unfortunately extremely common. On Twitch, um, people like looking up your address, trying to DDoS you or threatening to kill you and your family. Uh, I mean, this isn't the first time that I've unfortunately read something like this um, all to get her to flash on stream. And ha- I'm, I'm very glad she didn't because had she did, uh, had she actually flashed on stream, she would probably later found out that her dad wasn't captured at all. And that she did that for no reason. But that clip would be circulating absolutely everywhere. It'd be on all the little you creepy YouTube compilations um, that top 10 sexy Twitch clips of the week. And it's all clips of girls like standing up, turning around and walking off camera to go to the bathroom and to close up on their ass. Or like a picture of a girl on Twitter like posting. It's like a full body picture of her like with a Starbucks cup. But her feet are in it. So there's like a montage of her feet on YouTube. I've been in the Twitch space for a very long time. I've seen all these kinds of things. And this is just, it's its hard for Twitch, right? Other than IP banning and, um, you know, making sure that these people don't use the website anymore. Really, this has to be escalated to restraining order, jail time, People who are swatting people absolutely need to be locked up, especially in that instance of... There was one instance of uh, someone getting swatted where someone was killed. I think they actually sent the SWAT team to the wrong house. Yes. And someone yeah. in that a, house got killed. It's a
1: large story. It's actually a few years ago now. It used to be like the biggest story about swatting. but And it's I guess it still is, but it's it's been a few years now. But yeah, that was a huge thing. I think you wrote a paper on it or something.
0: Yeah, I did. I actually wrote a college paper about it. I wish I could yeah. find that paper and... and bring it back up i wrote a whole thing on swatting and how people do it and why they do it and um all that kind of stuff but point is this this kind of stuff right as much as twitch can deal with the you know like i was saying earlier spam raids in chat or the hate raids going to someone's channel specifically to fuck with them right these kinds of offenses need to be escalated to jail time but i i feel like we need to put a lot less people in prison than we are doing right now right anything non-violent um but things that are violent or things that could result in someone getting legitimately hurt like this these people need to be locked up for a super long period of time they have been doing a little bit better of a job of catching swatters but uh i really hope that jade tweets later on that they caught this guy or or maybe they can't because there's probably lawyers involved but uh yeah i hope this guy's I'm thrown into a volcano. This is an absolutely terrible thing to do. There's not, there's Volcano-ist. not much to it, and it's hard. The volcano is back. It's hard to say like what I would do in that scenario, right? I get the, I had the hindsight of like thinking about it and looking back at it not happening to me, but in the moment, right, having something like that happen to you, it's it's all hands on deck. Like tell your moderators, ban this person, call the police. I've had instances on stream before where I've had to call either the police or my internet service provider, um, literally get detectives on the case before, right? I've had threats of people that kill me at Twitch cons, not threats that I, I believed or anything like that. And I can only imagine people, you know, just having more followers, right? The problem of big numbers. If you have a million followers and 1% of them hates you, that's 1,000 people who hate you. And then 1% of that 1%, 100 people are going to fuck with you, right? No matter if you're a guy, girl, or white, black, brown, whoever, just having a certain follower basis is going to get you this kind of hate. And I hate to say that that's a cost of being on the internet, but I feel like I could say that and at the same time, hope that there are laws and and social media companies work towards axing these people and getting them off of uh off the platform or really putting some people under some harsh punishments so that they're right. Sending a message that if you do this, then you can be caught and, Face some serious repercussions. Alright. there anything else to talk about, Killer?
1: I don't know. It's just a pretty awful situation. Yeah. I, I I guess there's always that thing in your mind where you don't wanna like you obviously there's high chance this is fake, but you don't wanna like be wrong about that. Yeah. In that situation, you know? Serious things can happen on stream. Sometimes Fair. it's not like 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 what if the person who called you uh for the, the event with the situation with Black Aegis had been, like, a fake, for example. Right? But it was real.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that right? was from yeah. his girlfriend. So I was Yeah, very... I know.
1: I mean, there's some connection, but, like, you know, this is, like, a spoofed number. This is by, like, mm-hmm. connections. It's like, there's some sense of, oh, hey, this is... They tried, right? People try, which is even sadder.
0: Yeah. Uh, What is talking about is one of my friends was in some danger. I talked about it on an earlier episode. And his girlfriend had sent me a message, so I lied and I ended the stream. I said ATT was giving us problems. To ATT's credit, that was the one time they were not giving me problems, but I blamed it on them, turned the stream off, and went to investigate. Um, and so that you know, that very well it, it came from someone I trust and someone I spoke to who showed me some evidence of what was going on. So I was willing to buy that one. Um mm-hmm. again, like, let me talk to my dad. Oh, I'm not gonna let you talk to him. That in my head that says you don't have him, but also you're gonna take that chance. This is clearly a crazy person, right? And I have a clear mind right now. I'm not currently panicking. So, Um, it's a it's a tough decision to make. Ultimately, I think if you think of the punnet square of what happens, right? She flashes her tits. She does not flash her tits. And on the other side of the punnet square, um, her dad is hostage. Her dad is not hostage. Best possible scenario: she does not flash her tits. Dad is not hostage. That is the best possible scenario, and it is what happened, luckily. But the second best scenario, I hate to say it, would have been she flashed her tits, but her dad is not killed, right? I, I mm-hmm. hate to say, like, a girl flashing her tits, is this is going to be taken out of contest is the second best thing. scenario, but it is the second best scenario to her flashing her tits and her dad is dead, right?
1: It's another thing. is like women have to deal with so many creeps and, like, so many terrible men that, like, the idea that maybe this could escalate to this situation is also not 100% off the table. not exactly like a perpetual threat but it's like there's a slight percentage of chance which is definitely more than like someone who's not a woman on twitch would have to consider
0: Costa live on twitch.tv slash social shampoo Costa says so the main reason it's difficult to enforce is one a lot of police departments aren't equipped and don't know how to deal with it plus state laws all over the country make pursuing charges much more difficult that's true i wrote about that in my essay actually one personal uh piece of story there is I had to call the cops on someone at one point, and uh, I had a I had a username. I had um, a little bit of detail about roughly where it's from, and the police basically came back to me and said, "We can't do anything. We don't know who this person is." I'm, you have detectives find them. I'm like we can't find them if you if you don't tell us who they are. I'm like, how do you want me to figure out who they are? You want me to go ask them? You want me to ask the? Think it's your first last name and the state you live in, and figure this one out. So Kosta is absolutely correct on that front. The police uh, are, some of them legitimately just, and it's changed over the years, uneducated as to what swatting is. Um, There are, I know some streamers um, have called up their local police departments and said, yo, this is where I live. I am an internet personality. People may call you and say that I am murdering and raping my girlfriend. I am not murdering and raping my girlfriend. If you want to confirm, here is her number. Please call her number before you send the SWAT team. And they actually have that relationship with their police department. Now, that varies, you know, per police precinct. But that is sadly the reality of uh, a relationship that you need to have with your police force if you are anyone large on the internet. I have a I've had to track down IP addresses for people before. The I don't want to get super far into anything like legal or anything that's morally gray. But I will say... Sometimes tracking down IP addresses is hilariously easy. Like, I'm not I'm not a hacker, right? I'm no, like, cybersecurity expert or anything like that. But, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there are some things that, uh, you know, you should be doing to keep yourself safer on the internet. Obviously, number one, don't become a Twitch streamer. That's my my number one tip when it comes to literally anything, whether it be harassment or trying to make money. Just... This is a it's a it's not a job that I think can sustain you. Um, and that's this is completely for a different episode. But the amount of hate that you can get online, I feel like I'm pretty battle hard to it, but some people just and I empathize with this, don't have the cojones to deal and the thick skin to take that much harassment. And it really does do a number on you psychologically. And it's just unfortunately again, a reality of the situation and I think something at the same time we can work as a community and social media sites to correct. I think both can be true, right? You have to acknowledge that the internet can be toxic, but also try to fix it at the same time. Uh, anyway. Yeah, is there anything else killer? It's a short episode this week because it's not much to talk about.
1: Short episode. Yeah, there's really nothing. We were trying to think of topics. Yeah, uh, I, I really wanted to,
0: I wanted to say something positive. I wanted to come back with some good news, but there wasn't. Really very much. I mean, there is an insurrection on the Capitol. Uh, The inauguration is tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this episode on Spotify or iTunes, it's probably already happening. Uh, I'll have some more stuff. I I have something interesting that I'm saving for the next episode, episode 52 of the LX podcast. So we'll just come back then. Thanks for watching. It's been Nikki from Still Shampoo. Find us on Spotify and iTunes. By the way, I looked at our Spotify analytics. Not that bad. They're pretty bad. But they're... Yeah. Everything is in the double to triple digits. So... It's not like no one is listening to the Earl Axis podcast. I, was, I'll say you that. Know,
1: I honestly wouldn't have been surprised if it was in single digits. So this is not too no. bad. You're right.
0: No, we're doing pretty good. Despite the fact that I don't advertise it anywhere and that this right. is purely, like I always say, who a scam. Are, who to are get... the
1: people listening to this?
0: I don't know. Actually, yeah. I'm really curious. I don't who know are, who they are who individually, are but I have the number. Who are you? <laughs> well, what do yeah, you guys do? We have a number. Anyway, uh, thanks for watching the Earl Axis podcast, helping keep me and with my partner benefits. So when parties come back, I mean, I'm looking forward to parties again, but I am really looking forward to going to Twitch and discord. Actually, I actually got a deep partner from discord, but I'm looking forward to getting to Twitch parties and uh, getting shit faced on Twitch's dime. So
1: that's the good stuff.
0: That's what the early X podcast is, uh, is for. Thanks for watching. We will see you guys all, uh, every other Tuesday at 8 p.m. PSD on twitch.tv slash shampoo, discord.gg slash shampoo for updates. Leave us a rating on Spotify and iTunes. See you some other time.